your traps, little my nigga, I feel sorry for you. Sorry, nigga. Cause we banging hand to hand, getting it in them holes. I'm talking transactions, CDS, them distributions. We going hard with this shit, we need our restitution. I love my nigga, so I do whatever for my dog. Nigga, say he need me, and I got him, he'll never fall. I'm coming in the clutch, something like I'm Kyrie. You niggas bluffing, man, I wish you niggas would try. Be down, and guess what? We need answers. All right, we need answers podcast. Thank this episode eighty something, but today we got my dog Bree in here, and I want to start this one off because every time I think of Bree, I think of you know what I'm about to say. <laughs> down Tony's down. Yes, oh my God. <laughs> I ain't go. I ain't gonna go into detail, but one time, if you know me, I like. Especially now, but I I be down like just on a back in the day, just on a late night tip, just roaming, and I don't know why I was so low, and I seen Bria outside of Tony's. I said, "Is that Bria?" It was just crazy. It was just crazy. She was just full of it that night, busted. But anyway, but uh, catching up, uh, (laughs) we going to talk about today. Um, this going to be a part of the Real Wise series again. Um, like we always do, we just touch on stories of the city and what it's given us, the good and the bad, and the experiences. And it's not all just the point. Is is I think when, when Bria reached out to me and when everybody else reached out to me about these episodes, I think it's more so to put the light on the effects that people don't pay attention to. There's a lot of shit. We got the basics, everything you see. You know, the regular violence, the this, the that. And it's like, all right, we know what come with that. But mentally, we don't know what a lot of this shit do to right. us, the people that come after us, our, our seeds, all of that, and everything else, and how it can affect people. And I think that people don't pay attention to the shit. And that's when shit spirals out and everybody start to think that shit is normal when it's really not. When we get to the root of shit early, that's when we can handle it and then we can end the cycle and break the cycle so it don't happen again. So with that being said, introduce yourself and tell us where you started off at. All right. My name's Bria. Bree's Bay, y'all. So, um, growing up, um, yeah, growing up, uh, my mom worked a lot. She worked two to ten, so... Basically, we, me and my younger brother, we grew up out of my grandmother's house, my grandmother and great-grandmother, Lexington and Pulaski. Okay. So, um, starting there, just elementary school, oh, that was always where we were until my mom got off, our mom got off work, and then we would go home, and it would do, repeat it all through the week. Mm-hmm. Um, early, I could say... I spent a lot of time on my dad's side. That's my dad's side of the family. Okay. So, um, their side, you know how people say, you know, your mom's side and your dad's side is always calm. Mm-hmm. And then there's the yeah, storm. Yeah, it's another, it's right? side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, my mom's side was the calm. My dad's side was the storm. Okay. Um, I had, I want to say, mm, I went, I have... A lot of aunts and uncles, mm. and they were everybody knew them. You know, that block, that hood, everybody knew my grandmother liked that house. Mm. So they would just, ever since I can remember, they was just out of control. Mm. And I'm not, 
I'm not going to say out of control, but they just, to their circumstances. Some yeah, people yeah. just, you know, they just in a natural form from what they grew up in. Right, right. Um, My dad was very, he was more of a person that, you know, physical. Like, my mom didn't beat us at mm. all. I mm. can say my mom never beat us. Okay. My dad definitely was beaten. <laughs> was getting beatings, like, and that was, like, normal. Like, mm. normal just to get beatings. It wasn't ever, like, sit down and have a conversation of, why are you acting out this way? Mm. What's going on for you to just act like that? And they always, till, till now, like, they say, oh, you was this way when you was younger, and you was just crazy, and whoop-de-whoop-de-whoop, and they mm -hmm. never, and I just had a conversation with my parents within the next, within the last two years about something that happened to me when I was younger that I never told them. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to say, but most females and guys that have been through stuff like that, mm -hmm. They know that it just changed them mentally. So, okay. yeah, um, I just everything was normal. Beatings was normal. Um, not sitting there having the conversations. That was just like okay. Yeah, and that's 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 the. Um, I think that's like the biggest. Mm -hmm. That's probably the root of everything. Yes. In our in our uh, culture, not talking about not it. talking, and you ain't supposed to talk about right. it. Let them tell you, but right. that's the real key to solving shit because mm -hmm. if you don't know, then we ain't gonna ever fix it. Right. It's gonna be the same repeated shit. So, um, with that being said, what was some good shit about growing up back in the day? Good. I had a lot of love. Um, okay. We didn't want for nothing. We didn't want for nothing. Um, I grew up in a two parent household mm -hmm. until uh, my parents separated probably when I was like 10. Mm -hmm. Um, which is rare two parent households. Yes. How many people you knew <laughs> that had two parent households? N none. N none. Yeah. Another part of our culture none. that gotta be fixed. Right. Yeah. None. Yeah. And my parents were older. A lot of my friends' parents, you know, like they go out and hang out with their parents. Mm -hmm. Like my mom and dad are older than a lot of my friends' parents. Okay. So you that's another thing, yeah. Okay. My dad has other children, mm -hmm. so I'm I'm between my mom's kid, I'm the oldest, but my dad's side, I'm the third. Okay. So, um, yeah, my my dad. Mm, you, you said so it was love and then what else it was love um it was support um you was having fun too you was outside yes <laughs> i was outside. i had a lot of and what's crazy mm. i had a lot of freedom mm. and i that's a good and a bad thing yeah that's really a good and yeah. a bad thing because now i'm not my mom she would like she was one of those parents she would call everybody. I don't know how she got everybody's number. <laughs> if I was gone, she was calling uh, everybody. Yes, where now, I was at. Yeah. She was very concerned. Like, they were very, even though my mom worked a lot, mm. she was. She would make sure that we were involved in a lot of things to keep us busy okay. until, you know, we got back home. Right, okay. So I would say that we were safe. Right. And we were safe to an extent. <laughs> a lot of friends growing up? Yeah, uh, yeah, I still have childhood friends. I'm talking about 
uh, that I met in elementary school. And mm-hmm. I always held, I always hung with people that were older. I never really hung with people my age. Okay. So I still have all of those friends from back then. Right. Till lifelong now. Friends. Right. Lifelong. Right. Lifelong friends. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And when we was when we was talking, you said um a lot of shit that well you was just saying like shit that that happens that affect you mm-hmm. down the road. So what did you notice in yourself that started to shift with experiences that you had early? Um. Okay. So when my situation first happened to me, I didn't know. I think I was too young to know stuff like that wasn't being talked about mm-hmm. at all. And that's the thing that people don't talk about stuff with their kids to tell them, okay, the dangers. A lot of dangers is in people that you know. Yeah. Like people think it's outside, oh, the scary people or people that you don't It'd know. Be close people the people to you. that you do know mm-hmm. are the scary people too. Right. And that's a lot of people don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like then I just, from what I can remember, from what my family told me, like I was just. A lot of bunch of temper tantrums. Um, when I was very young, um, I would try to not to go home so I wouldn't have to talk about certain things. Um, at, I want to say 14, I tried to commit suicide. Oh, wow. Yep. What I made tried you? to commit suicide. I don't know. I I think that I was just like, I, I felt like I was holding so much stuff in that, I, I can't remember what just made me like, you know, I don't even want to be here. Like, but did you feel like you had to hold it in because you were scared of what they was, how they would react? Yeah. Like, okay. Would someone believe me? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, well, how can I say you just, just things that like just hold it in. Like, okay. Yeah. Act normal. And for a long time I acted normal. Like, mm-hmm. and I still, even after I committed, I tried to commit suicide, I didn't tell what was going on. I still held it in. Mm-hmm. I told, I might have brought it up to my friends, but I never told it to my family. What was your friend's recently. response? And hey, everybody said them too. So, and, and from what you, what I was saying, I kind of get what you, what you referring to. Mm-hmm. And I was going to say what I was thinking as you were saying is this is something that happens a lot. Yes. So, so knowing that and knowing the effects of it, how would you fit? How would you like, what would you be your recommendation to anybody that ever experienced something like this, like now or have before? Um, just talk about it. Talk, don't hold it in. So you regret doing it? Yes. I've, I regret it to the fullest. Like even when I told my parents, like they were like, what? Like, and I'm, I asked them, like, you didn't know? Like, you didn't see a change in me and my mm-hmm. attitude? And they just like, no, we just thought you always just had that type of demeanor. Like, oh, if you didn't get, you were just falling out, you just acting crazy. It's how you used to pull my hair out a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, I just. And that's just from, like, just driving you, that driving yeah, you Yeah, just like, what? And is that an, I, that sounds like a red flag to me, like. Mm-hmm. Pay attention to everything yes. that's going on with your kids. Yes, it's not just them acting out on right. my kids bad. Mm-hmm. Like if you you need to see why well, they acting like this. Like yeah. what's going on? So what would you? Well, how did being called crazy right. make you feel? 
I'm not. Like, I felt like I was a kid. I right. was a child. Like, it, it wasn't like I was in a household that I wasn't loved. So I was getting everything that I needed. Mm. I always It was always food on the table. I always had whatever I wanted. Like, mm. it was one of those, like, people sell you spoiled and you act like this because you spoiled. Like, no, if I have all of this and I'm still not happy, you need to figure out why. Right. Like, it's, it wasn't materialistic things and, and just that don't don't make at all it don't make nothing. it's a very small percentage yes. of happiness when it comes yes to so so how was the conversation to like recently with your, your parents about it uh i told my mom first um i told my mom over the phone I, I i never i didn't tell i told both of them over the phone why i, I didn't want to deal with the emotions oh, okay um but you just felt like it was time it was time i told my mom and she was just like why didn't you never tell me um, I told her who it was, and um, it was a person I don't see now at mm-hmm. all. I haven't seen in a long time, so it wasn't like I was affected. Like I was affected because I seen him. I just felt like it was the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I told my mom first, and my dad. He was like, "I can't believe like it fucked him up. Like I can't believe you telling me this," and he. The thing was, he felt like uh, it was more of a relief to him than it wasn't somebody on that on his side. Oh, oh okay. Like, uh, okay. it was at least like it wasn't somebody that he and he wanted to know like who, what, when, where, yeah. like that. Like right. he was he he was really into that, and and I felt like okay. Like, I got some support now, but I don't want to relive it. Like, I'm just telling you this to get this off my chest. Yeah. To let you know, look, these are signs that y'all miss. I'm older now. Y'all not having no kids. Right. But y'all got grandkids now. Yeah. So, yeah. don't look at it like, right. oh, that's how Bria was. Yeah, when she, yeah, yeah. she had just like you. Don't like, take shit like yeah, this. Yeah, don't take it like that yeah. at all. Yeah. So, what, what, um, what, what, uh, uh, what was my question? What was, so... How is that with um uh uh with your kids you moving forward like how do you carry shit like with your kids? Well, my kids they don't go nowhere. I know I was wasn't going <laughs> I wasn't going to ask you that but go ahead. It was, I know my what I was about to ask you. But go, go ahead. my you don't play that. I don't play that at all. I don't. They okay. don't go to that. If they go to a friend's house, um yeah I need to meet your mom. I need to know who gonna be in the house. Mm-hmm. I need to know what's going on like. That I'm not just no oh here drop you off so I can go somewhere no right. not at all right. my from uh, my oldest daughter is ten she'll be eleven this year mm-hmm. she's she goes with her grandma grandmother on her father's side here and there my mom mm-hmm. and probably her dad when he's home mm-hmm. but other than that nope she's not no bunch of places right. my youngest she only goes. To her um, aunt's house. That's okay. the only place she's ever stayed. So you just ain't playing with that shit. I'm at not all. playing. About, nah, I'm not playing about it at nah, all. No, that that makes sense though. It's true. It's that's a traumatic experience. So um, what I was going to ask you was, did you ever go to therapy? Yeah, I'm I'm currently in therapy now. Does that help? It. But this therapist you went for, now is is for what we going to talk about later, or yeah, or everything. Everything. Oh, okay. Okay. Everything. Right. Um, I actually. 
I've been in and out of therapy. Therapists are hard. A lot of people stop. They give up because they, they feel like they don't match. You have to go through a lot. Go through a couple of yeah, them to find yeah, yeah. I've heard someone. That too. I heard that yeah, some too. people just give up. Like, I yeah. can't do it. I can't sit there and talk to somebody. You have to talk to somebody that relates to you and your situation. Yeah. You have to shop around for therapists. Um, I went through a lot. I only have one therapist that I actually related with. And then she got fired from the place that Dang. I was that I was that I go to. Okay. But she still reaches out to me even though she doesn't work there. Mm, okay. The That's new good. one that they That's put good. me to, I don't really talk to her like that. And she don't even reach out to me. So you switching from her too. <laughs> right. Like yeah. and she don't I still they don't serve the purpose. Right. Like it's at this point. I just talked to the therapist that I used to have as if a conversation is like she a homegirl when I've never met this lady in person a day in my life. Oh, for real? It it's always phone. Oh, it's no. always on the phone. And then when I was going to meet her, when I was going to meet her for the first time, it was a bunch of COVID going on. So I stopped going to the office. Okay. So that's when the phone starts stuff start picking up. So she's like, I really need to meet you. Uh-huh. I really want to meet you. Like, I, I we talk so much, I really want to see you. Mm-hmm. And I went in to see her. And she had got some teeth pulled, teeth pulled, so she wasn't there. Okay. Then when I went to go see again, she told me she got fired. Damn. Why she fired? Right. That's tough. That's I'm... a little shaky to get fired. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even ask. I called nah, her like, why but, they calling me? Yeah, but she served her purpose to you. That's all that matters. Yeah. That's all that matters. Mm-hmm. But that's, I, I definitely agree. Like, I was going to therapy at one point for a while. And I stopped because my the job I was going to, I stopped working there so that um insurance switched up mm. and all that. But it helped. It served its purpose right. for when I was when I was going it through did. that at that time. So it did. and like you said, it's it's frowned upon to talk. I think it's more it's more open now to talk and be, you know, um to share stuff now than ever. But in our culture, they don't they don't really like like no. I told I remember I told my mother the first time, <laughs> she was like, You make sure you still go to church and all that. I was, <laughs> I, I, this, I, I'm like yo, like like if you if I'm going for something that helped me regardless, then you shouldn't be frowning right. upon it. Like it ain't you like it ain't about me switching and right. and, and putting my faith in the sun. That was just about something to help me. So yeah, and then she ended up going. So it, it's just, <laughs> yeah, we need it. Yeah, it, we it, need it, it. Seriously, like it's it's real important. And I think like we both said, like the shit that's that's normalizing the shit. Like what you talking about. If you have a conversation with somebody else, it's not going to shock them as much. Right. Because it's like, I heard this before. Right. They but know. But you ain't supposed to hear this. You're like, not. this is not normal. And they're not going to repeat it to nobody that exactly. you know. Exactly. So. It's, 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 it's just a, it's a terrible part that we, hopefully that shit. But it, I think it will. I mean, eventually it's, it's breaking down. Yeah. And it's then they put it in schools things. and shit. So yep. it helps. It, it is. Helps. They do put it in school. Yeah. Which is, which is good. So, um. Talk about dealing with depression and anxiety and all that. So how was dealing with that? So the anxiety and the the depression really got me from when I was younger. Um, The anxiety part is like, uh, it's a rush. It's a rush that it gives you. Mm -hmm. When I was younger, um, I was taught like starting a fight and stuff. Growing up like that is like, you gotta fight. You gotta fight. You got you, you gotta fight her or you gotta fight me. You're not gonna wanna fight them. Yeah. So you yeah. gotta get out right. there. It's right. like you forced. Another bad, another, another bad, bad yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you gotta know how to protect yourself, yeah. but it's not always that's the cause. Right. That's Cause that's right. that turns into every solution is fighting. And that's it. And, and that's what that. my life 
became. Right, yeah, you became, <laughs> yes, my life became that. <laughs> my life became that. It was that. It could it was an anxiety for me started when I was arrested. Kid now baby bookers wasn't nothing. Mm-hmm. Um I had got arrested at oh, I wanna say probably like 14, 15 too. Mm-hmm. Um I got chosen adult. So yes. I went from a tip murder to second degree assault and but they still charged me as an adult. And the anxiety set in. It didn't it didn't really do phase me, I feel like at that point. When I got pregnant and I was going to trial for my stuff, that's when the anxiety set in because I'm looking at fifteen years and I'm pregnant. And what I'm gonna do, cause my daughter father he in jail. So the anxiety started then, like, and it just never let up. It never let up after that because it's always that you go into panic mode when you when you're dealing with anxiety, and the panic mode causes you to oh, you can freeze, you can lock up, you can lash out, lash out. Like the anxiety just takes over in situations that you just can't control, and it can be something so small. Yeah, and it happens a lot. Now. A lot. Like off of the smallest and biggest thing. The smallest thing. The smallest thing. And I do, a lot of people, um, I actually, I take medicine for my anxiety and my depression. But I could say it it helps. It helps. But it's not something that you want to. Depend on. Yep. Yeah. Because it turns into an addiction. It turns into an addiction. Yeah. Which has got everybody out here on that shit yep. now. And yep. all that other shit. And that's, yep. And it's the crazy. people give them to you. The people just give yeah. them out like it's nothing. Right, right, right. Because they know what it's doing. It's bringing money back. Yep. It's all the money. It's thing. all the money. They don't thing. care about helping. <laughs> that's, that's why I got my reasons about why I don't fuck with certain shit that they try <laughs> right. to put on us. But, but yeah, they don't give a fuck. And it's it's, it's crazy because I was actually listening to something. He was talking about the show. Um, It's a show that's on uh, FX or Hulu. One um, about the drug, the uh, mm-hmm. prescription drug shit. Mm-hmm. And how they just like um the dude was talking about it, he was saying like when he was going through he was addicted to the to the prescriptions that he mm-hmm. was giving them and he was saying that how um he was telling them he didn't want to deal with this this way because this was happening. Right. And the doctor basically was just saying, like, no, just just keep going, I'll up your dose and shit <laughs> like that. Like they don't give a fuck. They but, don't. But it's just it's just that that's the more reason to find other ways to deal with coping with stress right. and anxiety and shit like that, right. which is good that you got the therapist and right. all that. But you also, when we was talking, you were saying that you seen yourself starting to deal with your kids a certain yep. way. Yep. I, I recently, um, this was, I, this just, this, this situation just happened last week. Mm-hmm. Um, my daughter came home, um, from school. Everything was fine. So I, I, my, I, I, she did something that, like, I was about to beat her. Mm-hmm. And she, like, locked up. Like, Mom, no, no. Like, she was scared. Yeah, like, no, no. And that that look on her face, like, stopped mm-hmm. me. Like, wait, like, I got to calm down. Yeah, what like, am I doing? Yeah, like, what am I doing? Yeah. And then, so, she went and told me that some um, little kids had... Poor little girls had pulled a ponytail off in school. No, I'm good. Oh, so they pulled a ponytail off in school. So I'm like, the school didn't call me. Who the fuck did this? My, I went from a thousand just that fast 
take me to these bitches' house right now. <laughs> you want to fight? You going to show? And I'm like, she like, no, mom, no. She's right, not right. like she that. Not that type of, She's yeah, not yeah. like that at all. Right. And it's like, it's crazy because her dad and me are both in that. And she, we, and her, that's like Completely oil and water. Opposite, yeah, 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 it's like, it's total opposite. And she was like, no, I don't want it to be drama. I don't want you to go up there. I don't want none of that. And I'm yeah. like, no, you got to defend yourself. The next person, if somebody do that, you smack the shit out one of them. Mm-hmm. She's like, no, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to fight. I don't want to fight. Right. It's two of them. I'm like, no, you fight. And I'm like, wait, why am I telling my 10-year-old to get out here and start fighting? And then she do the go, and then she really become one of those girls that just I don't want you to become a bully. Yeah, like yeah. I don't want you to if she be beat on one. And right, it's going yeah. get in her head yeah. now. Right. I can do this. Right. Like and right. and she, I don't want to. This not the lifestyle that she lived. My daughter does not go to public school. She would not public school would. They would take over. They would just traumatize her all together. She mm. has not. She does not know that city life. Mm. And um and I'm fine with that. Right. I'm right. fine with that. That's what you prefer. I so prefer, prefer that. Yeah, yes. You know, it get a hold of it. You ain't nothing like. Right. After I was arrested, my mom got us out the city. And I still was coming down. Back. Yep. I told myself to drive. I'm coming down here. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm out here. Yeah, but that, that's about it. Like, that's the same shit with me. Like, I, I when I, when my mother and us, we moved to the county. We moved there early, but all my family in the city. Mm-hmm. And in my like when I was going when I started going to high school and shit and I was like I want to go here I want to go there it's like no you're not going there so right. I'm like no like I ain't with that but <laughs> at the end of the day like learning like coming up it's like okay I see why yeah like, now you you like we all want to go hang with everybody yeah. go to school with everybody because it's cool everybody, and yep. it's fun but it's like in the long run like they know what's best yeah. like we're gonna move you out here or keep you away from this but at the end of the day he ain't. You ain't trying to hear that shit. Yeah, that you trying, trying to get out there. Ain't it's fine. Trying to hear none of that, man. It's, it's, and they know, and they know because they coming up in that era. Right. So it's like it's right. crazy. But but seeing that, like, how does that make you? Because at the at the end of the day, you know you don't want her to be a like you don't want her to be a chump. But nope. at the end of the day, you don't want her to be that person that mm-hmm. they made you to be. Either. Right. So how do you how you balance that? I I don't want her to be too green, but I feel like. I don't want her to know too much right now. So I try to, I, I'm i in the middle with it. Like, mm-hmm. I show her, like, look, don't let nobody get in your space. Somebody can harm you. Mm-hmm. Don't let nobody get in your circle. Um, if you feel threatened, sometimes you might have to defend yourself. It could be somebody coming to snatch you up. You yeah. got to know how to look at your surroundings right. Right. and pick up on something fast. Right. That's why I don't want it. I'll try not try to be too green, mm-hmm. but I don't want to involve her in too certain much. too much. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's something that me and my husband had with the kids that was kind of a, we had to try to meet in the middle because he wanted them to be kind of street smart. And I'm like, oh, they too right. young right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, Wait yeah. till they get a little older. Because yeah. once you put them in at a young age, it's like. And how do you get that's them out? All they want. That's yeah, in their brain. That's what they want. Yeah, you look for that. You set them up. You look for that, definitely. So um, that's a tough battle, I would think. Especially when something happens. Yeah. It's like, yeah, because I want you to have, so so how you ended up carrying it, like, you ain't going to beat no parents up or nothing. No, (laughs) I went to the school the next day, the very next day, um, I went to the school, I told her to tell me the exact story, everything that happened top to bottom, 
I went to the principal. First of all, why didn't y'all call me? Right. Um, they they said that they didn't have a number. On, they had an old number, which they didn't. They had the same number because they had the same number for years. Wow. So that was bull. They said they spoke to the other girl's parents. Um, and then my daughter ended up telling me that one of the only one of the parents grounded their daughter. Um, the other one was just roaming free. And my daughter was she, she told me like she told she didn't want to be with the um sit next to the girl she didn't want to be around the girl she didn't want to be friends with her and I told her she got to learn who our friends is now and these just elementary school you playing with yeah. it's not you're not gonna when you go to middle school it's gonna be something else new mm -hmm. you're gonna meet some more people so right, right. just don't get too attached to these people and they hurt yeah. because they so-called friends right like you don't right. know nothing about friends right now yeah and kids can be evil too. yeah they're evil and i and i and i, and I, I ain't gonna say that is 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 uh purposely but it's their parents yeah yeah but and then they don't realize what they <laughs> like the effects of what they doing but you know like you said like coming up certain experiences make you be a certain way once you get like like somebody on you a certain way like i know like if you got hard parents if your parents mm -hmm. on your back it kind of that's when the kids be like that in school yep. and shit like that so it's it's finding that way to cope and to find a way to deal with what you got going on even yeah. if it ain't nothing severe it is it's, it's a lot of it's the ones if you notice i know you, you follow people with kids these kids now these i think they be coming like that because it's all about these kids just be too grown. Like, they, and the parents, they dress them. They sons, they like, them be, boys yeah, on the block. Yeah, the yeah, daughters. Yeah. I, I really. Too crouchy. They want them to be like this. Yeah. Like, oh, no. A certain way. I really. Not. You know, it's, 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 I'm going to be real brief with this because it's, it's, it's a serious topic. So I seen on Twitter, it's a, it's a name for uh, this called, um, um, ancestral something. And I, if I, it caught my eye when I seen incest, yeah. but the, the term basically means that if you raise your kid to be like a certain, like basically like, you know how some, some women or, or like, like some women or, or, or like treat their kid like, like a, not like a lover, but like in a sense of just treat him a way other than your your son. Yeah, like, it's like I like I like not affectionate, but like more than like you know like I hate when girls be saying my sexy son and shit. Ooh, like that. I hate it's to wear sexy. I hate that. I, I hate my that. My fine ass but son. Like, yeah, yeah. She's like, I don't like that. I don't like that. But in, in the term, it was a whole thread. Yeah, I'm trying. I want to say it the right way because I don't want to make nobody feel like a certain way. But in the whole thread was kind of like people will carry it a certain way with their kids in in the eyes of of who they want to be with. Right. So, like, I'm going to raise this, or I want you to wear your shit like yep. this, or I want you to carry it like this because these are the guys I like and such for. And then and they said with the guys, sometimes men will be so hard on their daughters because they didn't get the woman that they mm -hmm. want. So it's like, you ain't going outside, you ain't doing, you ain't doing, like, all that type of shit. And it's real weird. Like, yeah. I, I can't really speak too much on it because I don't have no kids, yeah. but it is like it that. just go with what you're saying. Like, a lot of people, um, it's just how... I guess, like you're saying, it's just good to have a good relationship and communication yeah, with you your kids. Yeah, you had to communicate with your kids. Yeah, so um, another thing we talked, you spoke about your husband, and I know that's another traumatic situation yes, that definitely. happened. So if you want to go into it, like like we always say, and like I said in the beginning, the point of sharing this stuff, and I feel like the way you reached out to me and everybody else to reach out to me is to share stuff because other people going through this, 
they might need to hear this. They might need to, like, it might be a voice that they need to hear or it might be some encouragement that come out of these conversations that give them, like, you know what, I need to change or I need to do this type of shit. So I know uh, um, I was I was cool with Ombre. Ombre was funny as shit. <laughs> funny as shit. Yes. I met Ombre through T-Will, of course, and, and every time I used to meet him, he just was so funny. Like, <laughs> They used to call him pizza. Yeah. And, yes. and when I found out why they call him pizza, because I'm calling this shit, I could not stop calling. I was like, yo, every time I say, I ain't even say hombre, I was like pizza, because he definitely had a little cause that was like the pizza delivery, man. And the last time I seen him, um, he ain't see me, but I was actually going to CT Will. He was over there, uh, hombre was over there by Walbrook. He was hollering at somebody. He had the braids back yeah. and all that because I remember he cut his shit. Yeah. I was like, I seen, I was told see what I seen. And then when we was talking, and that's when, you know, the unfortunate happened. Yeah, so right. how was the uh, process dealing with that? Because y'all just had a, a newborn yep. and all that. The pro- oh, my gosh. I can't say that's something I'm still dealing with now. Like I'm not going to stop yeah. dealing with it at all. Right. Um, It's very hard. Like, a lot of people think that. Oh, she okay? She uh, posts a picture. She might laugh. Or I can might be on the phone. No, yeah. hell no. Social I'm not okay right fool now. It like, fools people yeah, a lot. Like, no, every day is a struggle getting up. Like, mm-hmm. I already I'm trying to make plans for Christmas because I don't want to wake up in the house because that's something that's, yeah. that I don't really know I'm going to be affected by it. I'm affected every day. Yeah. Um, That situation starting there. Um, you women, it is not okay. It's not okay to, you know, people think that shit cute. Like, all right, let me see. All right, let me show a situation. So, I met my husband on break when we was younger. Um, I got back. We got back together in 2017. We got married in 2018. He was doing good. Like. He wasn't on nothing. Everybody know back then he used to fuck with the pills heavy. Mm-hmm. So he came home. He was doing good. And then he started getting in that lifestyle again. And it wasn't as bad, but it was it was a problem. Mm-hmm. Um when uh, I um I had sliced my hand open. And I cut my um, my artery and my whatever it is in your hands. Mm-hmm. I um, I they started prescribing me perks. Mm-hmm. So that was that was a situation that me and him dealt with together. But to me, addiction is a mind thing. I I feel like that's something that you think if you think that you're addicted, you you start wanting to get it. Okay, like. Okay. You just like some people where they be really be thinking they pregnant and they start to feel the symptoms. Yeah. So I feel like the it's mind is a powerful. It's, it's a powerful, powerful thing. It's powerful. It really run everything. Like, right. That's it, a whole other conversation. That is but it's, it's serious. So that was a situation that um, a lot of people from the outside looking in didn't know what was going on, but um, my husband was a bad liar, so mm. he lied his way in a lot of situations. Um, and when he passed away, he passed away a day before our third year wedding anniversary. Mm. So, um, and that's a situation within itself that I'm still dealing with as far as the hospital, because that was a big male practice thing. 
And a lot of people don't know that. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people speak that Ombre overdosed and he did not. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to throw that out there right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so me dealing with that as far as my anxiety and my depression is it's hard. It's hard to be a young wife. First, I got married when I was 20, uh, right before so before I turned 25. Oh, shit. Yeah, right before I turned 25. Um, man, we, I went through a miscarriage. I had a miscarriage um, in 2017. Um, I had a baby. Like, I pushed my baby. I had a miscarriage. A lot of people didn't know that because I didn't. I wasn't showing my pregnancy, and that's why I didn't show my pregnancy with beauty because mm. I was scared. Like, right. that was real high risk for us, so we didn't really throw it out there mm. until we had her. Um, so when he passed away April this year, it's been six months. It's it's just, like, that's something. It, it fucked your whole mind up because it fucked everybody up, even the, my oldest daughter and his kids, too, because... It's like you go from me personally sleeping next to the same person for four years, be with them every day, and don't hear you can't. That's just get up and go. Yeah. And trying to plan a funeral. And, you know, funerals come with drama. Mm-hmm. Death itself just come with drama. Yeah. yeah. And everybody went, got their hand. And right. It's, it's a lot. So mm-hmm. being that as a wife and just young, you know, people wasn't, a lot of people just started getting married. Yeah. And, be, like, Third it's now, rare, yeah, the game rare, was rare, yeah, yeah, so. Yeah. I, it's, it's, we, I was talking about that with someone not too long ago. Like, it's, it's, we were saying, like, there's a lot of weddings happening, but we've also, the, the person was saying that it ain't a lot happening is we get into the age where all that starts to happen. Yeah. So so that's when it's, like, people start to realize, like, all right, we, it yeah, lets you know you're getting older. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It lets you know as you're getting so older. So being married before I turned 25, that's um, different. That's that was that's different. different. Yeah, yeah I, that different. was very different. And it was, and he was doing really good. So mm-hmm. his whole life had changed around, and he did that for his family. That's why I say he really became that man yeah. that he was supposed to be. And he came from a good family. I, yeah, yeah, he I, did. I yeah. yeah, mom really good. So it was just that's just yeah. It was destruction. Like a lot of people said that I was taking pills when he was gone. Mm-hmm. That was drama that I had to deal with within my friends. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm trying to play in a front room, and y'all saying that I'm high. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I gotta, what, I gotta piss on a stick in front of y'all for y'all to see <laughs> right, while right. I'm going through this? Like, this shouldn't even be a topic. Yeah, now you have and enough that, sympathy That to really say, like, showed me who was, who was for me during that time. Uh, like, during that time, it really showed me a lot. Like, mm-hmm. having to Bury my husband. I couldn't. I couldn't. I had to go. I had to be in charge of things, but I had to let other people. I couldn't go pick a place in the dirt where he went. Yeah. So like, I can't do that. His brother had to do that. I couldn't do that. It was just a lot of things. Like, yeah. and my daughter, with her dealing with that was her father figure because her father was in and out of prison, mm-hmm. and. Like, they had a, a understanding because he was a good dad. Mm-hmm. He was a good dad, and he took my daughter that was his. Like, look, this my daughter. Right. So, and she was like, I at this point, she's like, I don't want no more fathers. Like, mm. I, my dad. Both of them basically taken away from me. Yeah. That's tough. Right. And so she got a, she went from being close to ombre 
to now having to rebuild a relationship with her father again through mm. prison. Yeah. So it's like that's and that's your oldest daughter, right? Mm-hmm. Beauty, she loves her dad. She she just says he hombre sleeping. She just always says hombre sleeping, hombre's in the sky. She don't know. Yeah. But she do not play every time she see him a picture, that's hombre. And mm. good night, daddy. Like she she I be like, What you see him? Mm. Like she will always just stop and talk to him. She yeah. loved her dad. They was like this. And that was another thing because of course, everybody know he had two children prior to us mm-hmm. getting back together, but had that beauty was really he wasn't in the streets, mm-hmm. so he got to be there the whole pregnancy, be there with her being born, be there for all her milestones, mm-hmm. all her clinic dates, and all that. He was there because he right. wasn't in the streets no more. He okay. was going to work, coming home mm-hmm. every night. Like he, that was different. Mm-hmm. That he and he really showed that was a growth in him. Right. From back then, so knowing knowing what you've been through as a kid and and your oldest daughter going through this, how do you like? What are you being like cautious of the most? Like knowing that you know, because that's very tight emotionally with yes. the whole two fathers. Yes, and that transition. So you don't really know how that can affect somebody or what it will mentally fuck yeah. with. But I guess that's a plus of. Your experiences because now you know I gotta pay extra more attention to this because this is a lot to handle yeah. at her age. So. It's a very a lot is a lot to handle. And shout out to her school too because they have a counselor in it and she really has a tight knit relationship okay. and she sit and talks to her about okay. a lot of stuff. Uh, um she she lets out she lets out a lot with her and the lady comes and told me. Okay. And I I try to get Kids, they tell you what they want to tell you, but I I make it is so that we not buddy buddy friends. Yeah. But yeah. you know, it's safe for you to talk to me. I got right. your back. Right. Like you ain't right. gotta worry about right. me not. That's like, the best way. It. That's the best way because a lot of kids. I well, I speak for myself. It's 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 a it's a, a challenge to know what you can and, and what you can't say. Yes. And you want to be able to, I, I feel like the most comfortable person to be with is your parents is if you want to share something. Because if you're not going to be judged, of course, because, right. because you know, some people you could be up front with, but they still judge, you know, like my, if I, if I had to say, like, I always, my, my thing with my parents always been like, my father always been the cool one, the one I could talk to about anything, never felt no kind of judgment. But my mother was the better parent. Uh-huh. But she, I would never have no conversations <laughs> with her because she's judging and she's not trying to hear nothing that she right. don't agree with. But she gonna say what she wants to say. Yeah, but that's a part of how she was raised. That's the difference. And and my father wasn't raised no better, but my father also knows what he didn't want from his situation. Right. So it's a, it's a battle, and that's that's why it's a part of why I take. My my process with having kids so slow because I want to be as, I know ain't nobody perfect but I just want to make sure I got the shit right because it's tough. <laughs> you never it's know. Tough. You never know what you can. I know. Nobody's I know. never ready I know for that. a kid. I know. I know. I'm just saying hypothetical, <laughs> but I'm, I know that for sure. Like yeah, I know that's how that go. But it's just tough. Like everything you saying, you just never know. And and outside of the shit you can't control, right. it's just like is is that that I talk about breaking them them um generational curses a lot because i see it in my family a ton 
and and I say this a lot too that in in um the older I got talking to my cousins it's like we all went through the same shit mm. and we all go through the same shit and it's like shit just gotta stop right it gotta stop and even with um with, with um with like um uh, uh the the what's going on in the streets or or you know like we said with, about addiction and all that mm. stuff like all that shit too because it's getting younger and younger. Mm-hmm. Like all that shit younger. just getting younger and younger, and then with social media, like you said, that shit don't it don't help nothing. Nope. Like, and people, and people think, sit on there and think, oh my gosh, I gotta get this because everybody yeah. else got it. I gotta go cop this, and they be feeling like, dang, they not doing right because yeah. they because no. they comparing. Yeah, it's Com- not comparison is the, is the thief of joy. That's that's <laughs> the saying go, but but um, so so moving forward, do you think that uh? What would you recommend to anybody that had like similar situations as far as like um losing a partner type situation? Like how you feel dealing with that? Like what's the what you feel like the most important thing that helped you with that? Like if anything has helped nothing, you. Nothing. Nothing. Like that's I don't think it's nothing can help you mm-hmm. with that. Even some people date to try to get over it. Some people, you know, just shut completely down. Like I've I've tried that's why I've tried to start coming out more because I wasn't coming outside at all. You know. I I I probably after the funeral I just went into the to a hiatus. I didn't come outside. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going to work. Mm-hmm. Like my car wasn't. I didn't to the point that when I came outside, I had to go get my car fixed because it was sitting for so long. Dang. Like that's I wasn't doing nothing. Like I was just I just needed me. I just sat in the bed. And I was just in total distress. Do you feel like shutting down and, and cutting everybody off type of situation, you feel like that makes it worse, though? Yeah, it does. Because it's holding it in, but it was kind of better. It worked for me because I just didn't want I didn't want people to keep talking about it. Yeah, I feel Asking me, feel oh, it. how you doing? And yeah. all the fake feel, love yeah, and get stuff. Yeah, like, like it's yeah. too much because everybody's talking about the same thing. Yeah. I'm breaking down, breaking down, breaking yeah. down, breaking down. Yeah. Like I rather just break down to myself than to keep breaking down to 10 different people on the phone just because they call. I feel you. Like it was just something I just did not want to deal with. But if you lose a partner, I would say just take your time and just try to find, find, yourself again because you gotta go back to a different person you're not the same person no yeah, more right you're not when you when you had that conversation with your parents was was he around at that point he was around with my mom he was very he knew he knew um he was around with my mom when i told my mom i just told my dad probably like last month mm. so he wasn't a w- around for that. What was his feelings when he when you when you was about to tell your mother? Did he feel like you should? Yeah, he felt like I should. Um, he was very supportive. Um, he he was very supportive. It was situations that you know, like I said, it's so common in people's families that yeah. it's like okay, well, I can help you out with this situation. Or I, I can feel what you're going through. Mm-hmm. Like, it just be, that's fucked up that it's that common. But it's, yeah. he was a big help. Like, he was a big help. I don't, I think that if I didn't have him, I wouldn't be able to say. I was about to ask you that. So you think if you if you ain't have him, you wouldn't have said nothing? No, I wouldn't have said nothing. So, 
okay. So that's yeah. He broke down that barrier for me to be able to tell my dad and my mom. If I wouldn't, I wouldn't never say nothing because I held it in for so long. I learned how to cope with it. I learn how to just, okay, move on from it. And people be like, that's life. That shit is not life. No, it ain't. Everybody yeah. say that, oh, that's life. That death is life. Mm. This is like, yeah, death is life. Mm. Like, but not looking them down. That's not life. Nah. Like, no, it's nah. just so much. And it ain't life. It ain't no life situation to take It's not. Yet. And I got another thing that's not a life situation that I did cope with in my mind when I had my first daughter with, once my mom and my dad separated, my mom took care of us, continued to take care of us by herself. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I know my dad probably played a part behind the scenes, but I didn't see. He was mm -hmm. still around, mm -hmm. but I didn't see. He wasn't taking us to the mall mm -hmm. and doing that like my mom was. Mm -hmm. And she was coming out of her pocket. And my dad probably was giving it to her, but I didn't see it. Right. So when I had, when I first had my first daughter, I, I became comfortable. Hey, well, he... My daughter's dad was in prison till he came home when she was four. After that, I got comfortable with being a single mom. And that shit is not life. No. It's no. not life at all. No. And I do not want my daughter to think it's life. No. I don't show her that she's seen that I'm strong, but I always try to keep her in the loop with her dad. I don't care what we go through. Yeah. I do not take that out because I don't want her to think like, oh, this is how it's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very important. That's and that's why I did not have another baby until I got married. Right. I wasn't I wasn't putting myself in that predicament again. Like mm -hmm. some people who have multiple kids and go through the same thing. Mm -hmm. He leave. You go have another one. Yeah. He leave. Like, yeah. no, I and didn't they want think that. that's okay. They think that's okay they because they my, my mom was so strong. I see it so much when it comes to people upload their moms on Father's Day. Mm -hmm. Like, yo, that's not life. Yeah. Like yeah. she had to, you don't know yeah. what your mom was going through behind right. scenes. Right. Like it's that's like, real. That's it's not real. life, and that's not okay. Yeah, it's, it's supposed to be a two parent. That's a that's, generational glad, thing. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad you said that because that's super important. That's that's definitely super important. I think people take that light being a baby mother, yep. being <laughs> my baby's father. Right. Like all that. I think they take all that shit light. And if you and you gotta and, and like you said before, like you experiencing a two parent household was was something that's different. So you know, like I ain't going like no, we we I'ma stick with this type of way. Right. Like we gonna do this, but that's a very good point. And I think people take that shit light, like you said, and it, it shouldn't be that way. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm cool. My mom like, no, call him, ask him. My mom calling. <laughs> I'm like, stop calling, I'm right. okay. I'm right. fine. I'm thinking and I had to think about it like, well, I see you do it, but that's not really okay. Yeah. I thought it was, but it wasn't. Like right. and I had to check myself. Without nobody telling me, like, okay, Brad, it's not cool. Right. Like, I don't want my daughter to just be a baby mother and think, like, okay, no, it's not. Mm -hmm. It's okay. Yeah, your first, that was a trial and error. Right, right. <laughs> That was a trial right, and right, error. Right, I was right. young. Yeah, I was trial about to say, young, yeah. I got older. I just knew I didn't want that going mm -hmm. for, forward. Right. And once I settled down, is what's the name? I can't say what's for the future if I'll ever have a child again. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if I'll ever get married again, so... Right. It's that's hard. Is it is it like I know it's still early based on mm -hmm. what you're saying, but far as like entertaining other men, you think that's that's like a long process? For me, it's for me, yeah, kinda sorta. Because like, you know, the old people come try to slide back in. Mm -hmm. Like, no, I ain't really like 
feeling that right now. Like, I'm not... Some people... I can't judge... I'm not judging nobody that move on mm. like this. Mm. Some people be like, damn, you couldn't wait for them to go. Yeah. Everybody like, deal with shit different. Everybody. That's why you everybody can't judge. Yeah, you can't yeah. judge somebody else's situation. Yeah. But that's why some people start trying to hide stuff because mm. they don't want to be judged. Right. It's right. like, for me, I don't... I'm not ready right now, mm. but... Um, that was another thing that came to bury my husband. Did I want that they want me to bury him twelve feet so I can be buried on top of him mm. when I go? I know about that. Yeah, that was a thing. Okay. And they was like, "Well, you got to pay the extra now for you to get buried." I'm like, "Well, you know, it was a lot. A lot of stuff came in. That's like, a hell of a conversation, right? Like, like he wants to talk about right, that. and that's or hard. Think about that. It's like, hard because I'm like. His family, like, you know, you still young. What if you get married again? Like, yeah. you don't want to be buried on top of him? I'm like, well, <laughs> the nigga's just going to have to understand. Look, <laughs> yeah, yeah. this this what right, it was. Right, he right, don't right. know. Yeah, yeah, like, true, he true, just want to understand that. Right. And then it was another thing that, all right, well, I don't even want to be buried in the ground. I want to go on the wall. So mm. it's, it's so much like yeah that's a lot it's a that's, lot that's, but that was a conversation that i had to go through i couldn't imagine like i don't even want to talk about this shit. Like, right like that's... i gotta go on the ground like i i gotta i gotta pay for my spot right now like that's crazy i ain't never know that yo that's that's <laughs> yes. insane that's insane yeah but you ever noticed i mean i guess that's how it be because you see like your grandparents be yeah yeah, next to yeah each other though they yeah. pay for their spots mm. but they know when you're gonna go i mean they know all us know death that's, is going to come yeah eventually. and then that's conversation that you have down the line yeah. like when you get to a certain age it's like all right i know these questions are happening but it's like, like woo, yeah, I was that's like, like a, that's like a wake-up call right? yeah <laughs> i'm like damn i done paid all my money this for the for this yeah. and and another thing I hate, I, I beat myself up. Well, I didn't beat myself up. I did. But um, a lot of things that messed with me mentally, I was the last person that talked to my husband. Mm. I was the last person that talked to him. Um, he was in a rehabilitation, no, a detox center. Mm -hmm. So um, I was the last person that talked to him, having to deal with, you know, that in my mind, I beat myself up a lot because it's like, I didn't know that was gonna be the last time I talked to him. Right. But I'm like, damn, what could I could have talked about more? Could mm -hmm. I just what's the name? Like, and people think like, I wish I got a chance to say I love you. Like that shit don't make that easier. Yeah. I said I loved you when I hung up the phone, and mm -hmm. that don't make me feel no better. Right, right, if right. I could say goodbye, I could have right. felt better. That that don't make you feel no better. I don't know why people say that. Yeah, like yeah, it don't make it no better. Um, the the burial stuff that 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 took a lot out of me too with them saying what I just said about the twelve feet thing. Mm -hmm. Um, it just I asked my sister in law like, so if I ever you know if I start dating again, we still gonna be sister in laws? <laughs> you still gonna call me your daughter in law? She's like, oh, why you think about that? I'm like, <laughs> I'm just thinking like you know we yeah, family, it's right? Yeah, it's different. Would it change? It's, yeah, like y'all yeah, yeah. gonna change up on me if right. I move on? Right. Y'all gonna judge me? Right. But they know that we young. So. Yeah. So so out of all the things that you you uh, shared, how important? What was the biggest part of? Uh, well, how big of a part does support play? Like having somebody that could have your back or you could talk to. That becomes a big thing. Who is the outside of your husband? Or if it is anyone outside of your husband, is there anybody that you felt like you could share everything with? Or he was the one? He was the one. I told, I had friends. I had very good friends, great friends mm -hmm. um, that I could talk to about anything. But it's certain things that you 
you know, you have friends, they might say mm-hmm. some shit, you'd be like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you, you don't judge them, but it take com- you back yeah, a little yeah, bit. I don't, yeah. I didn't feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. That was my soulmate. That is my soulmate. Like, it wasn't nothing that he didn't know about me and I didn't know about him. Mm-hmm. It, we knew everything about each other, the good, the bad, the ugly. Mm-hmm. It was everything, and it was okay. It was like I can tell him this, and he not going to judge. He can tell me something. Like, we just going to tell each other how we feel, mm-hmm. and that was it. Like, right. And that's how the relationship was. Yeah, there's so, nobody. So, for people that's um, what would be um? Well, I ask this: if you could change anything as far as like how you handled the uh, previous, like the first situation you shared, uh-huh. what would you say you would do differently? I would so I would talk. I would I would say something from the jump. Because I could have died mm-hmm. when I tried it. I could have been gone. Mm-hmm. And it's, if I didn't, I sent a text out. I sent a text to two people, mm-hmm. my mom and Asia. Mm-hmm. And my mom, I don't know how it happened, but my mom, she was at work and she left work and she found me. I could have been gone. Mm-hmm. So, so you actually did? I actually did something. Oh. I took some pills. I don't know what they was. I just took some pills that was in the house. You just was over it. Yeah, and I couldn't have really been gone, so that's why you should really talk about it. Talk about it. I'm not, I wouldn't ever think about it now because my kids, mm-hmm. no matter what I'm going through, I mm-hmm. can't. I can't, and I actually watched a, I'm not sure if you've seen it, Charlamagne did an a interview with, um, what's the guy name that used to mess with Ariana Grande? The one who proposed to her, and she dumped my last boyfriend. Uh, Pete Stevens, Pete. Um, yeah, uh, I know you're talking. About. He said that he deal with depression. Pete Davidson, I think that's his name. He asked him how much. He asked him was he still depressed. He said I'm depressed every day, mm. and I felt that because yeah. he, like I wake up and I'm in a bad mood, like mm. I'm down. As soon as I wake up, and he said I have to trick my mind. I gotta get up and I gotta move around. I gotta go in the sunshine, like, mm-hmm. and that's how I got to wake up. I got to interact with my kids to get me yeah. back right because my mind is that. He, like, he's suicidal every day, but he can't do it because his, he got his mom and his sister. And that's how I feel like with my kids. kids yeah. I can't do it. I am. I can't. I am. So that's, that's, that's a, a big, if you, if you, I commend you for coming and sharing that because, uh, like you say, a lot of people ain't know about that stuff, and that's there's a lot of people going through similar stuff and, and even contemplating things like that. But what would you, um, if you was, if, if I always say, like, when people come and share certain stuff like that, like, a lot of people need to hear it. Like, if somebody did something, whether they would speak to a group or something like that, like, yeah. you feel like talking helps you. More than anything with all of this. Yeah, it helps me let it out. Some people don't go to drugs. It's not going to help. Don't uh, talk about it. Let it out. Like, let get it off your chest. Get that hate off you. Like, you just got to get it off of you because you're walking around with it every day, every day, every day. And just somebody can do one small thing, petty, and you just explode. Or right. It, it just, you just can't handle it no more. Mm-hmm. Just let it out. Find you a therapist. Find you a spot, a partner. Don't go just telling everybody your business. Yeah. Because if it get out, that's can fuck you up even more than make you like, right. damn, now right. you know, 
I don't even want to do this no more. Like, yeah. you got to find somebody to talk to. Don't give up. Shop around for therapists. Um, look, you will find somebody. You you got to find these little companies that y'all go to, y'all, these white people. Not nothing wrong with white people because <laughs> yeah. they be cool, but they can't relate. You yeah, got to find yeah, somebody yeah. that relates to you. That's I dealing agree. with what you're going through. I that's know it's Yeah. Because they going to give you a solution that ain't going to reconcile yeah. with you. You know, I ain't fucking with that shit. So. Yeah, they tell yeah. you to breathe. Yeah, Do yeah, these techniques. <laughs> like, what the hell? Like, no. Yeah, yo, that's, that's, that's like that's like a, the, the small part of that. Like, But when you got to deal with this reality every day, that breathing shit ain't going really, right. you know, you got to see this people that you see in situations that you see. Yeah. Ain't going to really make a difference. But um, I feel like, like I said, I appreciate you sharing all this and, and even reaching out and letting me know this because, like I say, and I said, like, a lot of people going through this, a lot of people been through this, but a lot of people not dealing with it. And that's the most important thing to deal with it and not hold back. And I know it's a challenge to find somebody that you can share with and open up to even with therapists like it's not like oh i go sit and i can tell you everything yeah. it takes a battle because us as black people and people from baltimore we don't like fuck with people nope. <laughs> so so you don't really it's tough it's a, it's a process but you know it's, it's um if you want to get better you gotta do better yep. you gotta change some things as well so and i think what you shared You've you've done like you said like even your experience with your daughter in the grad school that's not the normal way you would handle yep, shit. Yep, that's so, not so cool. So it's like it's like I gotta change some shit because I don't want that. Right. Same shit if to I would have went so, to jail, then what? Right. Exactly. Like, then nobody be taking right. care. Yeah. And then both parents not there. Right. Yet, that's so. not cool. So that's that's growth. That's maturity. Yeah. And that's that's. It, a it big, takes a lot for me to yeah, do that. Yeah. It it's, it's, <laughs> that's a big. It's a big part of. Of um, especially with a lot on your plate, because anybody else they would have did that spaz out with somebody like, oh, I get it, she lost this and lost yeah. that, but no, I ain't going through that. Like those days are over with. So, uh -huh. um, like I said, I appreciate you sharing that, and this is definitely like I'm taking note myself, because it's is from like aspiring to be a parent as well as dealing with shit that I got going on or stress that come my way or anxiety and things like that. It's like. It's just good to hear from other people because it's like it make you reevaluate anything. So, um, but and you you got anything you want to share with anybody else? So we'll put that out like you know. Um, message. Message is watch y'all kids. Um, pay attention to the signs. Pay attention to the little things. It be the little things. Anything can it can be from their moods, you know to. The way that they just start carrying themselves, you just pay attention to it. Um, don't don't bring your kids up to be a replica of you. Yeah. Be Big better. Yeah. Be better. Like these kids, huh, not these kids right now. They're not the future. These babies right here, mm -hmm. they are because these fucked up. They right now. They fucked up right now. They we gotta do better. Yeah. And in a lot of things, when it comes to People, and I do see it's more people in the city that's trying to help the kids. Mm -hmm. It's more and more, and I'm, I'm glad it is getting that way, but they so disrespectful. Yeah. It make yeah. you don't even want to deal right, with them. Right, right, But don't right. give up, like, right. especially if you got your own kids. You won't, it's so much stuff that's happened to kids now that you just want to take them in and love them and protect them. Don't try, don't make them grown, y'all, because these people is preying on y'all kids. Don't yeah. let them show too much they praying on them and these kids they we got body yeah. 
Right. Like we 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 African American, we shape. Why? Mm-hmm. Like don't do it. Just I would say just whatever your beliefs are, just follow those and we just gotta do better. Yeah, for sure. And I agree. Yeah. I second I second that. And um you know, I just you know, I, I just hope she well, I gotta feel things that get better. They will. And I just hope people break these uh these bad um cultural uh um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like repeating shit from the from the past and and shit that thinking shit is cool or is okay because it happened before or my parents did this with my parents like it's a new day and age and shit just gotta change because we gonna keep getting the same results if we don't. So um, that's what I my what I got from this the most from the first part that you shared is like we gotta break them barriers and I, I speak on that a lot. Like I said, I speak on that a lot breaking them barriers. And just making it comfortable for kids, even if they're not your own kids. Yeah. Make it comfortable for kids to give you a space to be open and, and share shit because a kid might feel comfortable with somebody that's not their parent, but you can tell a parent right. and push it alert because you right. need to pay attention to this shit. So it's just a lot. And um, you know, I just hope and pray that we everybody in this this city and this well world period just break a lot of this shit that's going on. Cause like I said, these experiences is not normal and they shouldn't be happening. And uh, we can't get conditioned to it to happen because the the more people get okay with it, the less severity we gonna have with it. Yeah. It's like, oh, all right, I heard this before, uh-huh. so you know we'll deal with it. We'll figure this out. Uh, my last question: Do you feel like I want to know now and then if if do you feel like retaliation would have made anything better for you with that situation? Because I ask you now and then before you answer, I ask you now and then because. Just like you said with your daughter with that situation, back then you would have handled it one yeah. way, but now you wouldn't. And it's back then with that happening, it's like, all right, but at the end of the day, this still happening. You don't really right. change it. So what's your thoughts on that? Back then, of course I would have wanted retaliation, and I didn't. I don't think I told for retaliation. I just told to get it off. Release yourself. Just to, yeah, just to get it off of me. Um, what... I mean, I would want see the day. That's a hard one. Yeah, I, I know, I know. That's a it's, hard it's been, one. But, but it's, to it's be been real, though. like, like to be real, and it's not. Yeah, if that happened to my kids, retaliation yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, now uh, you never know because, like, if it happened to you, who else it happened to that this by this person? True. Well, yeah, like what else they got? That's usually not a one-time on. thing, right? Like, yeah. yo, you don't what the fuck. Uh, yeah. So okay. so now you 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 feel like do you feel like it now though? Yeah. Kinda. Yeah. Kinda. Kinda. That's okay. That's okay. I, like I said, ain't no wrong answer. Yeah. No kinda. Answer. I definitely would. No I wouldn't. It wouldn't make me. I mean, I wouldn't lose no sleep. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. All right. Well, I, like I said, I appreciate you, Bri, and I thank you for opening up. And I hope somebody reach out, and you know. If they feel like this help, please let me know. And, and if you know somebody that might have been through the same thing or feel like they need to hear this, please share it with them. Yeah. And um, you know, cause you never know. Yeah, I'm okay. Fine. What should well put your information out for your, your um Instagram? Um, Instagram Breeze. I'm gonna tag it anyway. Yeah, that's Breeze Bay. Yeah. Everywhere, Twitter is Bay Breeze. Okay. I just, that's just the brand name at this point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Breezy. <laughs> yeah. But like I said, I appreciate you. I thank you. And I, you know, I. Yeah, everything in my prayers. I hope everything get 
even better. Yeah. It's getting better, but I know everything just keep going up and, and getting better because I know everything. It's a lot. It's it a is. lot. It's a lot. So, with that being said, we out. We need answers podcast. Be down. And guess what? We need answers. Fresh up all the track. All right. Uh, 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 bitch, I hustle hard, gotta get that bag Uh, uh, bitch, I'm with the gang and my whole team drag Uh, uh, you talking about some money, bitch, you need some more You need some more, Mike, Mike, and Wong got that way Bitch, watch your boat, bitch, watch your boat How about these perkies feel like